0: The loveracing.nz update. Your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz, racing's biggest fan.
1: Yeah, the Grand Tour Racing Festival is coming to you, and so is uh, the late Louis Herman Watt. Uh, mate, only an hour late, but that's all right. You d- do you charge overtime for being here at this time of day?
0: I should. Mm. No, it's all part of the role. It's all part of the job. As you know, Rick Dog. you just... Have to dig in, and you got to put an extra y- uh, uh, yards every once in a while.
1: Yeah, you do, mate. You do. Um Now, we get you on to talk love racing. That it can be tips, it can be news, it can be whatever. But you got a bit of news about our pony uh, who looked like uh, in a bit of trouble with their track.
0: Yeah, they've been stripped with their last two tracks. Uh, last Sorry, next two meets. See, this is what happens if you stay too long. These. You, start, <laughs> you start swapping words around. Uh, yeah, they've been stripped of their next two meets. Look, Bruce Sharak, NZTR, they've got no other option here. The only thing that they really can do to get through to these clubs that turning up with these tracks on race day mornings that are so obviously not appropriate in a correct state to race on in 2022 is use what power they have, which is financial incentive. So... They're not going to be paid. Essentially, New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing, then they will, when they go to these clubs, they give them money to hold these meetings. Yeah. And they're not going to do it anymore. They're not putting up with it. And rightly so. Like, it's so disappointing. It's actually worse than disappointing. It's embarrassing. And there'll be... Slight differing in opinion as to how it could be avoided. But the bottom line is it can be avoided because trainers, stakeholders, other industry people during the week leading into Awapuni were all pretty convinced that it could be a little bit suspect. I know for a fact the club had had been told that, ooh, are we sure? Here's what you could do to remedy it. And whether it would have worked, I don't even think they tried. It's just, it's really appalling. So, the only thing you can do now if you're NZTR is pretty much, while you're getting your processes in place, use these financial kind of implications. And uh, Awapurni unfortunately loses their meet this weekend. And then Boxing Day, I think they'll both be at Trentham.
1: Wow. Yeah, Boxing Day would be a big
0: loss for a Racing Club too, wouldn't it? Huge. Thousands of people on track. Saturday was a massive loss for the industry. It was like their Christmas at the races party, you know? Like, it's just, it's it's really embarrassing. So, yeah, our ponies in the dog box at the moment, they're in trouble. Um, but it's not just them. Like, it's hap- obviously happened with Ricketon, and th- they're going to be penalised as well. Yeah, anyway.
1: I mean, the, the, the thing is too, because this is about safety, right? We've already had it. We had one jockey die this year and you never want to see that happen. I mean, you talk about the safety of the animals and the safety of the riders.
0: Oh, completely. It, it's like, this is no longer, Bruce Sharrock said it on way in better than I could phrase it. He said, the standards which were in the 80s, the year 80, the year 90, the year 2000, the year 2010, are no longer acceptable. Yeah. And we have to get, the, get the sport has no choice but to govern with a stick which completely looks after the sa- health and safety of horse and human. And that is not sending people, riders out on tracks that are patchy, uh, have been irrigated incorrectly. The irrigating process hasn't been um, followed. It's, Slightly skiddy on top because it's so rock hard under bottom, and there's been a bit of rain. I, as a punter, wake up on Saturday mornings nervous that they've had rain morning mm. of, which is not a good way to be. No, because not. you should have faith in your industry that they can, and and it's it has happened one too many times. So look, I I don't know what I would do if I was Bruce Sharrick in New Zealand thoroughbred racing. It's I don't envy the position they're in because they're not they're not. Um, you know, without blame themselves, because clearly the messaging that they're trying to instill and the actions that they have had more than a year now since the Captain Cook abandonment, 13 months ago, to try and drill into these clubs, something's going wrong. So they've got to look at their own process, their own business. Then they need to get through to the people at these club at club level that it's just not good enough, and it's it's going to be a tough gig.
1: Mm. All right. Well, let's finish our love racing update, mate, with uh, with with a, a, a little bit of good news. Have you have you got a have you got a, uh, yes. a Smoky for us.
0: I've got good news. Mm. I've got really good news. Okay. Because there is a three-year-old filly kicking around New Zealand at the moment called Legato. Legato, whoa, my God, as you could say. (laughs) She is so fast. (laughs) Yeah, one of those ones. She's so fast. She's pretty much barely scratched the surface of her ability, and it has been confirmed that she will have her next star uh, in the Group 2 8-Karat Classic on Boxing Day at Pukakoi, And you'll be all over it. We'll be there with the good all, and I can't wait to see her in the flesh. She is a beast, the year And then she's going to go into the Karaka Classic, and her versus Wild Knight, um, Tiako's good three-year-old will be a, a headline event. So, yeah, good news. We've got good, fast racehorses. We just need tracks to let them race on.
1: Indeed we do. Uh, that has been our Love Racing update. Eat, drink, and get racy. Round up your crew and book now, thegrandtour.nz.